Excellent. Excellent. Making this awkward, uncomfortable, and a little salacious. My name is Darian. I have returned for another week of horror news, reviews, adolescent humor, and possibly a little French tickling. Buddy is in the house. Hey, what's going on? What's going on, buddy? Oh, you know, another day. Another day, (laughs) another week, another goddamn horror movie, man. (laughs) Yeah. Miss Monica has left us yet again. Mm -hmm. Uh, She ran into a bit of a family emergency immediately following last week's show. Oh, man. Which is a motherfucker, man. Mm -hmm. I don't think, just when you think 2020 can't get any worse... Right? Kick to the balls. Yeah. Or in her case, the cooter. <laughs> yeah. Uh, make a long story short, inmates, her mother had a stroke, like mm-hmm. during last week's podcast. Yeah. I am not going to take any responsibility for it, but I think that I may have led to the situation. <laughs> was she listening to us? I probably. <laughs> probably was. Probably not a big fan of uh, Jack Brooks' Monster Slayer <laughs> or whatever the fuck movie we did. What did we do last week? God, what the oh. f- uh, the goddamn Slither, Slither, yeah, Slither. I need to, I need to start taking vitamins or something, man. I think I'm falling apart at the seams, and I'm gonna take you people with me. Hey, you know, <laughs> you get old and then you start having strokes and stuff, mm-hmm. and there's some jackass on your in your earbuds yelling at you about the fucking tongue things <laughs> creeping into 16 year old girls' bathtubs. Gotta take care of yourself. Now, that's the truth, man. All right, well, we got uh, the usual shit show to get into here, inmates. We got horror news, listener mail, all the usual shenanigans. Why don't we start things off with a little horror news? Yeah. (laughs) Horror news. What do you got there, buddy? Well, it's a great pumpkin. Charlie Brown is exclusive to Apple TV Plus beginning this Halloween season. Okay. Yeah, so after decades of being an annual Halloween staple on television, it's been announced that the Peanut special, It's the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown, has found a new home exclusively over on the streaming service, Apple TV Plus. What does that mean, you ask? Well, it means the special won't be airing on the traditional television this month for its first time in decades. Uh, the good news, even if you're not an Apple TV Plus subscriber, the streaming service will allow you to watch It's the Great Pumpkin free of charge between October 30th and November 1st. Otherwise, you can, of course, still pick up a copy of the special on DVD. Very cool. Yeah. I'm going to make a bold statement. Hmm. 
The Garfield uh, Halloween special vastly superior to the Great Pumpkin. Oh, yeah. Charlie Brown. I agree. Mm-hmm. I could. I, I was never a Peanuts guy to begin with. No, me either. And then when they get into the whole the the, the Halloween special was. I don't know. It just it wasn't scary. It was all about finding the great pumpkin, and then he never really shows up. Mm-hmm. Does he? I don't even remember, to be honest with you. I remember not being impressed. Yeah. Garfield, on the other hand, they go to that pirate island situation. That was pretty cool. That'll give you nightmares. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm into that. Yeah. That's just my opinion. Mm-hmm. All right. What else you got? Uh, the Lost Boy stars Corey Feldman and Jameson Newlander reunite for Corey and Jameson's real frog adventures. Uh, that's right. The Lost Boys stars are coming back together this Halloween season, reuniting for the Real Frog Adventures. On October 22nd at 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time, directly over the Child USA Awards, Corey Feldman and Jameson Newlander will step out of their iconic characters, but will utilize the skills they learned fighting the undead. The longtime friends will star in the Truth 22 production of Corey and Jameson's Real Frog Adventures, which can be seen on Feldman's official YouTube channel. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm not into it, man. Did you did you watch any of those Lost Boys sequels? Uh, like one of them, I'm like, no, no, I can't do. The selling point was Corey Feldman, and like in the first sequel was before Corey Haim died. So if you watch like the bonus scenes, there's like some little snippets of him mm-hmm. in there. But he he does that Edgar Frog thing. Throughout the entire movie. Yeah. We're here to kill all bloodsuckers. Are you a bloodsucker? I'll stake you and leave you in the sun. Yeah, you can only take so much of that. The entire fucking movie. Mm -hmm. It was okay in the original Lost Boys. Yeah, because there was enough to go in between. Yeah, it was like a light dusting of that. Yeah. And it was kind of cute because he's like, what, 10 or 12 or something like that? Yeah, yeah. Now he's like a grown ass man and he's the main character. Still acting like that. Still doing that. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know, dude. (laughs) <laughs> I think I will take a pass on the frog adventures of the... <laughs> on YouTube. The, the fel- yeah, on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, brand new movie, Tremors, Trigger Island, that I've talked about. Yes. Um, it's already streaming on Netflix. I heard. Yes. Um, it came out today, and also DVD, Blu-ray, and VOD. Um, additionally, we've learned that Trigger Island is also... Uh, or oh, the previous sequel, Cold Day in Hell, similarly hit Netflix the same day as DVD Blue VOD. So, yeah, check them both out. The cast includes Richard Brake, John Hedder, Caroline Langrish, Jackie Cruz, Cassie Clare, and a whole bunch more. I think what I'm going to do is wait for Tremors to go away, and then eventually there will be a limited edition box set. That would be pretty cool. I might invest in that. Mm-hmm. I'll yeah, probably never open the fucking spend thing. Spend like 20 hours watching it. I, I, I doubt I will open the goddamn thing. But it will look good on my shelf. Because I don't know that I have... I mean, the, the sad thing about that is that if if you drew like a map of the 50 states and put a horror movie on each state, mm-hmm. Nevada would be Tremors. Yes. Which is where we record from. Mm-hmm. That sucks. <laughs> I know. There are other horror movies that take place in Nevada. And... Um, to be well, to be honest with you, I can't think of any that are any better. But right. I would like to think that there might be something out there somewhere. So, yeah, somebody bring bring us a cool one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what do you got? You got to, oh oh, uh, it stains the sands red. Oh yeah. There yeah. you go. Let's yeah. do that. That should be our thing, right? Whatever. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, there's just not enough sequels of those. I know. To you, make well, it a we staple. need a franchise. <laughs> yeah. is, the, is the problem. Mm-hmm. Fuck. Yeah, well, that's all I got. What do you got? Hey, man, hmm. are you ready for Jamie Foxx to play a vampire hunter? 
Oh, yeah? In Netflix's upcoming movie, Day Shift. Oh. Hmm. Something to think about. Yeah. I like Jamie Foxx. i give Fox. it a shot. I, I think he would have made a good Blade. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. I mean, he's got the uh, the athletic prowess. Yeah, he's I'm tall. Sure, I'm sure he looks good with his shirt off. I can't mm-hmm. say for sure. Uh, I think he would have made a good Blade. Yeah. But whatever. Well, he's already the Spider-Man guy. Uh, Disney Plus has ordered a pilot for a Willow TV series. Yes, I saw this. Did you ever see the movie Willow? Yeah. Probably when you were in the third grade or so. <laughs> Something like yeah. that, yeah. Uh, Warwick Davis. Back at it. Returning. Reprising yes. his role. It probably looks the same. Uh, I, mean, <laughs> I know you got... you got you, There's a weird relationship between you and yours. So, yeah. you know, <laughs> let's take it easy on the ethnic slurs. Did it get any taller? <laughs> <laughs> I'm into it, man. I, it's going to be. I feel like if you're going to bring him back, then you got to bring Val Kilmer back, mm-hmm. and you can't bring Val Kilmer back because he's like got one foot in the grave at mm-hmm. this point, from what I understand. Right. I don't know, man. Uh, I might check it out. Maybe I'll show the kids. They might. Hmm. They might be into it. I wonder if it'll last longer than. Uh, oh, what is that? Uh, crystal. Oh. oh, the dark. Dark crystal. crystal. Yeah. That that was an, a weird one. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. I never got into that myself. Hmm. Uh, trailers are up. For the Amityville Harvest. Hmm. Um, I think we need to just be done with Amityville. I agree. I mean, <laughs> there's like 23 of these motherfucking movies. And they're all terrible. Well, the problem is that the, the name Amityville is public domain. Mm-hmm. Because it's a, it's a place. Right. So anybody can make any movie about anything. Amityville co- Ninja. Yeah. The <laughs> Amityville Sock Puppet Hour. I don't know, man. I mean, like towards like the late 90s, they were making movies that took place in Los Angeles. And they were like, the Amityville Part 5, Evil Comes Home or whatever. Yeah. It, it, we're, we're in an apartment on the other side of the country. Mm-hmm. Well, somebody took a light fixture out of the original Amityville house. That's right. And yeah. put it in the apartment in <laughs> L.A. Mm-hmm. All right, just stop it. Just stop it. You're yep. not going to make any more money. Uh, we're all now sour on Amityville. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I watched the trailer, though. It looks like garbage. No. So, okay. I mean, Thanks for confirming that. Yeah, I'm just, I'm, I mean, hey, nobody listens to me, though, when it comes to horror movies. <laughs> it might be the best thing since sliced bread. <laughs> right. It looks like poop. If you ask me. Uh, here's a little a little fun thing for you. There uh, earlier this week, a website launched with a movie poster. Website: the Texas Chainsaw Massacre.com. Movie oh. poster says the face of madness. Oh, and it ret- he, the face, whoever the face is. I imagine it's Leatherface mm-hmm. returning in 2021. Yeah, I'm into it. I'm into Sounds it. good already. Uh, I mean... That's a pitch. It's a it's a shining ray of hope yeah. for us horror fans who have been kicked in the nuts for the last year. <laughs> and then out comes Dancing Leatherface. Uh, <laughs> no! You got me again, you son of a bitch. <laughs> right? Here's another $18. Take it. <laughs> right. Fuck. Uh, I'm into it, man. I... I uh, was I think it was about a year. Actually, it was a year ago. Last October, we did the deep dive on the uh, mm-hmm. Texas Chainsaw franchise, and we kind of got into the lore and the family, and you know who plays into what and the timeline and everything. I would love to see another installment in, mm-hmm. the, in the Sawyer timeline. Yeah, um, make it real dark. Yeah, and uh, I don't know. Maybe we could t- tr- try to patch up some of these holes because yeah. there's a lot of holes there and a lot mm-hmm. of things that don't make any fucking sense. Yeah. 
Uh, I would love to see uh, what, uh, Lily Taylor come back. Zverna oh, Sawyer. Cool. Mm-hmm. She was a bad bitch, man. Mm-hmm. I'd be. I'm more afraid of her mm-hmm. than anything. The rest of those Sawyers are a bunch of freak- clowns. Yeah, they're a bunch of tardos. <laughs> and, you know, they'll just stop and start dancing while they're chasing you. <laughs> right. Okay, well, I'm going to go ahead and get the fuck out of here. Continue with your nutsack. Uh, I'm coming after you. Oh, this is my jam. All right. I don't have all day here, fellas. Are you going to cut me up or not? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I got on the horror news, dude. How about some listener mail, yeah? Oh, yeah. Listener mail. Mm-hmm. We got emails, voicemails, all kinds of other assorted mails in correspondence. Let's start it off uh, in the email side of things. Right here in Reno, Nevada, here comes the cowboy. Hey, cowboy. Uh, let's see here. Subject line preparing for December. Evening, padded room. Hope all are healthy and well. No. No, we're not. I'll start with a comment about being disappointed with listening back. Honestly, I think the only real disappointment I could have is if you guys stop doing this great show. Well, thank you very oh, much, Cowboy. Wow. Rest assured. Uh, did you pay him? Well, that? I did. Well, yeah, obviously. <laughs> you know, we need some positive press oh, okay. here, buddy. The shit doesn't write itself, okay? <laughs> uh, we, we've, we've experienced our growing pains uh, there, Cowboy, and... Even if I have to do this all by myself, I will. I will. I'm not going to stop anytime soon. Uh, thanks for mentioning Tremor Seven. It's a franchise that I've watched all the movies of. <laughs> I have too. Uh, you have. Oh yeah. I have. Not. I am a fan of those. It's a, it's a guilty pleasure. I can't. I, I. I. just can't. I mean, at the like as as ridiculous as some of those are, I'm like, oh man. <laughs> I don't know. There's just something at about the, it. At the point where they start farting at people. That's when I checked out. I'm like, okay, you're, we're done being scary. We've officially uh, jumped the, the shark into frat boy humor, yeah. which I guess is okay. But I, I, I prefer I, – I, I can't get – I'm not in any way intimidated or uh, frightened by uh, graboids. No. 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 So anyway, uh, thanks for mentioning Tremor 7. It's a franchise that I've watched all the movies a few times. Yes, it gets pretty stupid. You're right. But Bert is really the reason to watch it. Haha. Mm-hmm. I'll be adding this one to my collection very soon. The first one taking place in Nevada, though filmed about four hours from here in Cali, pulled me into the franchise, especially with the desert isolation aspect. With that being said, I absolutely love Feast and the comedy on how people die. The quote unquote hero at the beginning always makes me chuckle with how quickly he dies. Haha. <laughs> hmm. I did finally have time to catch a few movies on Sunday. Martyrs and I Spit on Your oh, Grave man. too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. He must have had like some unwanted relatives at the house or something. Yeah. Hope, hopefully the international version. Oh, the French version of Martyrs? Uh, yeah. Yeah, don't watch that American version. No. That's uh, poop. Uh, thoroughly enjoyed both and for the brutality in I Spit on Your Grave too. I have a tough time picking which group of kills was better. They're all really great with location and what she had it at hand to use. 
Also, already finished Blind Manor, enjoyable series, though I figured out the twist pretty early. I won't say much as to not spoil it. I finished it this this week also, Cowboy. We'll get to that, and what are you looking at? Mm-hmm. Didn't get a chance to watch this week's immersion movie, but I'll be sure to add Shudder to my channels here soon, thanks to you mentioning plenty of great movies on there. Uh, Cowboy, I will. I am happy to supply my username and password for that. You just let me know. Uh, back to last week's immersion therapy. I completely agree that it's better... That it's a better Halloween movie than Hocus Pocus, but I never really cared for that movie or thought it was that great. I will never understand the hype Mm-mm. of Hocus Pocus. He even came back to the theaters, too. What? Why does everybody have such a hard-on for Hocus Pocus? I don't know. I don't know either. Bit I don't, Midler fans. I guess. I don't know. I don't get it. <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> I don't know. I, okay. Now into the real fun and planning my picks for December. Insert evil laugh here. With the holiday toward the end of the month, I was debating which Christmas movie to pick. Krampus, Silent Night, Deadly Night, Gremlins, so many wonderful choices, but I found one that I'm sure Tim will enjoy, especially as it looks horrible and very groan-worthy. Oh, yeah, and sharks. Ah. I was going to say, shark ah, in a shit. Santa suit? Yeah. <laughs> shark Christmas shark massacre. <laughs> yeah. I love it. <laughs> I was also thinking in a theme mostly either Nevada movies or killer trucker movies. Hmm. I think I have found a good mix of both so far. One question, Darian, you keep mentioning a movie. Something about a highway with a lot of blood on it, or something like that. I'm sure I'll come across the title here shortly. And finally, I gave Buddy a bit of a hint of the movie I have planned for the last movie of the year. Horror western film not too far from here. Be afraid, be very afraid. I hope it's not that Backstreet Boys movie. We already did that Yeah, one. we did that one. So I'm, well, No, we're not doing that again. It actually wasn't that bad. Yeah, recall. I've definitely seen worse, that's for sure. I, that's not saying much, though. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's kind of our thing here, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's what we do. <laughs> it's kind of what, what we do for you. <laughs> if you haven't seen it and it's terrible, we, we'll do it for you. Yeah, we'll save you the trouble there, <laughs> yeah. clownos. Uh, at least I didn't pick Clownado, though still plenty of time to adjust my list. Hope you all have a great week and stay safe. Catch you on the flip, cowboy. Right on, cowboy. Uh, the movie he's talking about is Blood on the Highway, mm-hmm. which ev- that's another one. Everybody's got a bon- fucking boner for that thing. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Yeah, I, it's all I, right. I mean, I didn't. I never said that I hated it. I just didn't think it was that good, and I didn't think it was nearly good enough for all the praise that everybody was heaping on. Mm-hmm. It's pretty fucking stupid. It's about vampires that work at Walmart. Yeah, and that's about it. And uh, some knuckleheads that uh, run afoul of them, of course. Uh, let's get down to Southern California. Here comes Tony. Hey, Tony. Subject line, I hope Darian dot dot dot. Well, I don't think we need to finish that sentence there, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> Greetings, padded room. I hope that one, Darian, one day Darian can find someone who loves him as much as that baby monster loved that biker chick's face. Yeah, me too. Oh, that, right? That yeah. baby monster really had it in. <laughs> Holy shit, padded room. First of all, Feast is fucking ridiculous. I love nearly everything about this movie. Blood, action, and monsters are all plentiful. The creatures look really good for as mm-hmm. much as you can see. I like that you don't need a ton of character development because you are given all information that you need in a single frame. I like that too. Yeah, yeah. that was nice. I don't think we even learned anybody's real name. No. Other I don't than think so. Jason Mewes. <laughs> yeah. Who played himself, right? Mm-hmm. So, there, there you go. That's pretty good. I like it. 
Uh, character development because you get it. I like that you don't even need a character. I like that Army Guy dies first. It's probably because that asshole WQS in a bar works. I don't know. Asshole works in a bar. Drinking while in uniform. Oh, was in a bar. You got a typo here, Tone. Uh, was in a bar drinking while in uniform. He knows better. He thought he was hot shit and he died first. Also, I could be wrong on this one, but the beer guy that was puked on. Was he covered in maggots or mealworms? It looked like maggots to me, and if it was, that dude definitely did not get paid enough. Looked like mealworms to me. Yeah, I think it was mealworms. I don't know that I could tell the difference, to be honest with you. I think mealworms are a little bit bigger, right? Yeah. Yeah. I th- I don't know. Uh, yeah, either way. Either, either way, one, you didn't get paid enough. No, not even close, man. Yeah. Fuck that. Now, if you like Feast, there are actually two more movies that both take place directly after this one. Let me tell you. If you start this journey, you cannot stop. Mm. You must watch both movies. These two movies are not as good as the first. Way more ridiculous and disgusting and completely worth your time. Hmm. If that isn't enough for you, let me give you this. You will get way more blood, boobs, both recurring characters, and even more stereotypical ones. Midget wrestlers. I'm out. Huge dongs. (laughs) And more sex. Monster sex. I also happen to start Monsterland on you on Hulu. For anyone looking for a monster show, this is a hard pass. Oh, I heard good things about it, Monsterland. Huh? Have you you haven't no, checked it out I yet? Haven't checked that one out yet. I know a lot of directors like to force social commentary into horror. Yeah, okay. This is oh, this is but turned up to eleven. I watched the first two episodes and I won't finish. I hate that shit, oh, man. man. I hate it. If you can do it subtly. To where I don't, you know, Notice pick up. Don't hit me in the fucking head with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, for educating Miss Monica, are you Mother's Day? That was the only movie I could think of that uses Drano. Anyway, until next time, Tony. Uh, I don't know. She didn't tell us who she was before she left, did she? Mm-mm. Yeah, I don't know, Tony. Uh, probably by the time she comes back, she will have completely forgotten who she was. Yeah. So we should probably just disregard that segment altogether. <laughs> that would be my humble opinion. Uh, we got some voicemails here. All right. Dudicus. Yeah. Uh, let me see if I can get these in order. Uh-huh. I don't know. Still, from beautiful Southern California, here comes Monica's pod boyfriend, Mr. Tom Hardy. Hey, Tom Hardy. hey yo. Hey-oh! Padded Rome, how's my favorite degenerates this week? So far, so good, everyone sir. Everyone is doing well. Hey, I just wanted to call, get in real quick, a uh, couple of thoughts. Yep. Um, you know, listening to uh, last week's uh, Slither episode, man, yep. that was a good flick. I, yeah, I agree. I'm glad you guys ended up doing that one. But also, it got me thinking, you know, Darian was doing his uh, his voices, his accents, his imitations, if you will, mm-hmm. of the... Uh, I guess we'll call her the slutty trailer trash girl there. Sure. And it got me thinking maybe we should uh, bring back uh, Buddy's uh, Smut podcast, but, uh, <laughs> you know, Buddy will set the scene and Darian will provide the uh, dialogue. Oh, I know? could totally do it. Uh, you know, in one of these uh, amazing oh, voices that oh, he does, these incredible accents. Look uh, at your great big dick. Oh. 
Uh, also, speaking of last week on the uh, educating department, yeah, are, are we talking about Heather's? Is that the one uh, that you're going for in this one? I don't know. It sounds it sounds just like it. That's okay. not, not a bad play. I haven't seen the thing forever, but I, like uh, it. I remember liking it. I remember yeah. it being a good one. Uh, okay, on the what are you worth though. department? Uh, yeah. What are you worth? What are you, <laughs> what are you looking at department? Hmm. <laughs> um, I had a chance uh, to catch uh, Never Hike in the Snow. Ooh. Which is uh, it's like a sequel to Never Hike Alone, except it's a prequel. Nice. Um, the fan flick that's on um, uh, YouTube. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I assume most everyone probably caught uh, Never Hike Alone. If you have def- or you haven't, check it out. It's, it's a really good fan flick. I it think is. it's uh, above being called a fan flick. But anyway, I don't want to say too much about uh, Never Hike in the Snow since, uh, you know, it is so new. Give everyone a chance to look at it without ruining it. Okay. There is a really great, brutal kill right in the beginning. Uh, mm. Really on par with uh, some of Jason's best. But uh, it's a lot shorter. It's uh, If you weren't into the uh, POV found footage style, it's not found footage. So give it a, give it a check. Give it a look. Give it a look. Mm. I personally... I don't think it was as good, um, but uh, yeah, it was all right. It was okay. all right. So give sure. it a check, give it a listen. Hey, one last thing, I was—I actually had more phantasm to talk about. Okay, but I felt like I was talking, droning on too long no. about the uh, phantasm. So Mm-mm. I'll just drop this last little bit here. A quick question, thought, mm-hmm. what have you? Um, you know, in the second one, they they changed the uh, actor <laughs> for the character that played uh, Mike. Mike. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you remember in the second one, dude's a badass, you know? Yeah. He's got his flamethrower, he's got his uh, power drill, Looking you know? Looking to kill he's, somebody. He's hunting the tall man yeah. with Reggie and stuff. And... Gee, Pete. Sorry, man. Uh, he called back, I think. Motherfucking P. Hell, Hell yeah. yeah. God dang, I was really trying to not uh, let that happen. That's okay. That's <laughs> so all right, right Tom I felt like I was thrown on too much about Phantasm yeah. last week, and here I go again. <laughs> it's okay. Anyhow, so like I was saying, like Mike was kind of a you know a badass in the second one. Right. And, uh, you know, he is. But in the third and, you know, the subsequent one, they bring the other actor back. I guess that was a decision from the... Uh, you know, the uh, MGM or, you know, the studios, whomever it was that released it, that they didn't want that guy. They wanted, like, a real yeah. known or name actor or whatever. But then uh, after that, he was able to bring him back. Anyway, I was just thinking, man, such a character change between, like, two to three, totally. you know, and yeah. all of a sudden, he's, no offense to the guy, if he's listening, I'm sure he's a huge padded room Absolutely. fan. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't want to insult the man, but kind of a wussy in the place yeah. and yeah. total character change. I just didn't know what your thoughts were on it. I Like I said before, I prefer the second one. I agree. Um, oh, yeah, one other. Oh, shit. I'm going to have to call back an NGP myself. i got to call back. <laughs> <laughs> so, funny thing about Phantasm 2. Phantasm 1 came out and was an independent film, and it was a huge success. So after that, I think, um, was it Miramax? So somebody brought, bought the rights to, to Phantasm and paid Don Coscarelli to make a sequel. Uh, Coscarelli wanted to bring the entire cast back, but they said, no, you can only bring one, one guy back. So he decided to go with Reggie Bannister mm-hmm. instead of Michael Baldwin. 
I get that. Michael mm-hmm. Baldwin was a kid. And, right. you know, I mean, Reggie Bannister at that point was still, like, coming into his own as an actor. But he was mm-hmm. still better than Michael Baldwin. Right. But uh, so they brought in James LaGrosse to take over the role of Michael mm-hmm. in Phantasm. And it's just like he said, man. James LaGrosse was looking to kick somebody's ass. Mm-hmm. Michael Baldwin was always this ferret looking kind of squirrely guy. Yeah. James LaGrosse looked like he'd been in a, a scrap or two in, in his day. So that's how that went down. But then after uh, Phantasm 2 kind of tanked at the box office. Yeah. So Coscarelli got the rights back and then started making his own sequels. Uh, I think one of them got made by the Sci-Fi Channel or something like that. But they gave him complete control. So the first thing he did was bring, bring everybody back. Baldwin back. And mm-hmm. now he's back to being the ferret-looking scrawny guy with the ponytail. <laughs> but you know what the real shitty thing about that is? If you watch Phantasm 3... And you watch it with the there's a, a commentary track with Michael Baldwin where he's like talking about you know you basically watch the movie with him. Mm-hmm. He spends like ninety percent of the time talking shit about James LaGrosse and Phantasm Two, <laughs> which is a re- James LaGrosse is a real actor, yeah. all right? Michael Baldwin is Michael from Phantasm. But hurt, he was very but hurt. <laughs> and if those two ever like met in a dark alley. LaGrosse would kick the fucking right. snot out of Baldwin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think he knows that, too. Yeah. Son of a bitch. <laughs> anyway, uh, Tom Hardy called back. All right. Hey, that's uh, not a legitimate JP. Sorry about that. That was, uh, I thought that was going to take longer to do So anyway. Totally. Um, on the, uh, hey, Darian, I yeah. think uh, something got screwy on my Patreon, and it did not go through for uh, October, so it should be there for November. Okay. My apologies hey, on no that. Hey, no worries. Um, and speaking of that, the uh, movies, I got another one I want to put on the potential list. Okay. Uh, you know, we're doing famous directors. Right. Uh, Steve Miner, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of people know him for uh, Friday the 13th uh, Part 2, and one of my personal favorites, Part 3, the director, and... Mm-hmm. You know, he also did uh, Lake Placid, which some people like. I'm going to take it or leave it, guys. So I want to do uh, Friday the 13th Part 3 mm. if we uh, meet our goal. Okay. And if we don't, uh, sorry to tell you, but he did direct uh, 2008 oh, uh, no. remake no. of Day of the Dead. No. So we're going we're gonna to do that if we don't make our Patreon oh. goal. Oh, so, God, uh, no. Mom, let's uh, get it up. We just need four more. Just got to get in on the Patreon, even the minimum. We'll uh, do it. Just need uh, four more. Three more. Anyway, uh, hope all is well. Love you like family. Bye now. Love you too, Tom Hardy. We actually need three more. Uh, Just three more. Stevie came in with a donation. Steve Z from NorCal. And then Cowboys. So we just need three. And then once uh, Tom Hardy gets his uh, sorted out, then we'll only need two more, mm-hmm. and then we're, we're, we're in. Please, I really don't want to do the Day of the Dead remake oh, from 2008. With, no kidding. With fucking Nick Cannon, of all people. <laughs> yeah. That douche nozzle. Oh, mm. come on now. Come on now, people. You got to save us from Nick Cannon. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that's all we got on the uh, listener mail, my friends. Uh, thank you very much, Tom Hardy, Cowboy, Steve Z, uh, in NorCal, for your donations. Um, do you have anything for Tony, Cowboy, or uh, Tom Hardy, sir? Thank you, everybody, for calling and writing in. Absolutely. Love you guys. Couldn't do this shit without you. Right. You ready to get into a goddamn movie? Let's do it. Let's break it down. Mm-hmm.
There is something out there. Of all the bars to be stuck in. Unless you people want to die, you'll do what I say and you'll do it fast. They're coming. Right now. I'm the guy that's gonna save your ass. Yeah, we are talking about Feast from 2005. Uh, directed by John Gulager, written by Patrick Metten. This comes in an hour, 35 minutes. It's uh, 6.3 stars on IMDb. Mm-hmm. Starring Navi Rawat, Krista Allen, and Balthazar Getty. This has got a hard R rating, and rightfully so, if I do say so myself. Mm-hmm. Oh, good lord. This was, part of, this was one of the um, uh, byproducts of Project Greenlight. You remember that show? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's, been, it's been a long time since they've done that show. Uh, so, yeah, this was uh, a Matt Damon, Matt Damon... Ben Affleck, and Wes, they brought Wes Craven in for this one. Yeah. This was the first horror film that they mm-hmm. ever did. So I think it was the only one, actually. Uh, so, yeah, man. Uh, we start off out in the fucking desert of West Texas. I didn't know that until I just watched that trailer. That trailer that we just played had like a bunch of shit that was not included in the film. Uh, like, at the beginning of that trailer, it said that these were bioweapons created and they were being tested on the people in the bar. Oh, that's never. I don't. I, I've seen all three movies. I don't think that's ever brought up again. Mm-mm. I don't think. No, but so I know of either. That must be a, a weird rogue trailer. Maybe it was something. like something they were going to think about doing, and they just didn't just cut that shit out of there. Yeah, yeah I get that. Uh, so we start off with a car accident out on this lonely stretch of West Texas highway. Uh, we don't really see what what's happened because it's just like a, a wrecked car and you know some fluids and mm-hmm. flames and things like that. And then we cut to our uh, butthole of a bar. Yeah. Which is exact. It's funny about this bar is that it's in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. There is little, literally nothing around it in either direction. Mm-hmm. Now, I would be perplexed by that, except that if you drive out into the deserts of Nevada, you will find bars oh, just yeah. like this, just standalone bars. Mm-hmm. And you drive by and you're like, who the fuck is coming out here for a beer? And. <laughs> Surely there's a place closer for them to get a beer than to drive out here in the middle of fucking nowhere. To I don't I don't know, but I mean, if you drive past these places, there's always cars in the parking lot yeah. too, which is even stranger to me. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Anyway, it makes you want to pull over and go in. I was like, uh, oh. not really. It makes me want to like punch the gas and get the fuck out of there as fast as yeah. I can. What's even weird, especially here in Nevada, not only do we have bars like that, we also have brothels. Yes, that are like that, mm-hmm. and that is. 
this looks to me like a uh, some kind of a Sawyer family situation. <laughs> like, yo, I'm gonna go in there with a hard dick and end up in somebody's uh, lunch plate or something. <laughs> you know up, what I mean? End out with no dick, yeah, with none, <laughs> zero <laughs> penis. So uh, it's weird. But now we're gonna cut to the bar itself. Uh, it's a butthole, but there's people there, and they're mm-hmm. getting, they're having drinks and having a great time. Uh, we're going to start off with uh, our cast of characters. The first guy we're going to meet goes by Bozo. Uh, I would classify him as a standard shit kicker type of a dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, scumbag, for sure. Yes. Definite scumbag. Uh, he rolls up as two drunk hot chicks are rolling out, and they kind of bump into him, and he's like, hey! hey. And they flip him off, and then they get in their cars and go. Those two drunk chicks are going to be pretty much the only survivors of this movie. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's a few other ones. Uh, from there, we're going to cut inside, and we're going to meet the, um, what I would call the, uh, like the cantina scene from Star Wars, pretty much, except all white trash. Yeah. Except, well, there's one black guy, actually. But um, the first person we're going to meet is Harley Mom. Uh, she's a biker babe. And she looks like she's probably kicked somebody's ass. She's got like a chest tattoo. Mm-hmm. Nice body on her, too. Yeah. A little bit very milfy and very um, look like somebody could probably kick my ass kind of a mama. Mm-hmm. And she is, as we're about to find out, she's about thinking about robbing the place. Mm-hmm. She's got a gun on her and she's about to, you know, light the place up. She excuses herself to the ladies' room, uh, gets her pistol loaded and gets high for a minute, presumably to rob the place when she gets out. Right. Uh, from there, we're going to meet Hot Wheels, which is wildly inappropriate considering he's stricken to a wheelchair. <laughs> and he is there uh, shooting some stick also with Bozo. Uh, over at one of the tables, we meet Coach, played by Henry Rollins. Yeah. Now, I don't think, of all the people in this bar, actually, like, I would say 40% of the people in this bar look like they have no business being in this bar yeah. ever. Uh, Coach is at the top of that list. He's played by Henry Rollins. He's a motivational speaker. Mm -hmm. And he's got like a very nice uh, button-down shirt. And, uh, you know, he's given his spiel to the the hot waitress. And he's like, you know what? uh, I've got a lot of contacts. And with the right attitude, I think you could really go far. Then we're going to cut back to the bar where we meet Grandma, Mm -hmm. who is your uh, washed-up barfly. (laughs) Now, yeah. bars here in Reno, Nevada have those are full of grandmas. <laughs> mm-hmm. Action packed. There's like a wait list to get in for grandmas. Mm-hmm. And they are nasty. And they're usually chain smoking and have bad teeth. Oh man. And they Hi honey. Yeah, they was, <laughs> you can get your dick sucked pretty easily. <laughs> yeah. I do not recommend doing that, but if you're Come here, sit next <laughs> to nope, grandma. Nope, 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 nope. You are old enough to be uh Buddy's mom. <laughs> Uh, after that, we meet Jason Muse. Uh, yeah, J- the Jason Muse, Jay from mm-hmm. Jay and Silent Bob. I guess he's playing himself because when, as the, the name and identification placards roll up, he's actually introduced as, as Jason. Jason Muse. Yeah. So what the fuck is he doing in this bar? <laughs> I don't know. We're never going to find out. Uh, after that, we're going to meet Beer Guy, who is a truck driver. He's delivering the kegs. Mm-hmm. And uh, apparently, he's in no hurry to be anywhere because... I mean, he spends more time fucking off than actually moving the kegs. Yeah. And then more time sitting at the bar drinking than you would think he would have other deliveries or yeah, something. I don't probably know. gets paid by the hour. Probably. <laughs> and uh, doesn't look like he's going to have that job for very much longer either. No. Uh, then we meet Tuffy, who is the waitress 
that just got off a shift, mm-hmm. played by uh, Krista Allen, smoking hot this mm-hmm. one, single mom. Um, she looks like, uh, well, she doesn't belong in this bar either. She's way too hot. But she strikes me as a very hot single mom that probably got dealt a bad hand and is now just trying to make ends meet. Mm-hmm. And we're going to get more into that subject here in a minute. Uh, back down to the bar, we have Vet. The one black guy in the mm-hmm. bar, uh, he's dressed in his army fatigues, and he's like, I'm going right back to the front as soon as they'll have me. Yeah. Played by Anthony Tretch, Chris, mm-hmm. of Naughty by Nature. Yeah. Now, how about that shit? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, most of these characters are going to be dead in less than six minutes. Right. We meet Boss Man, who is the owner of this place, mm-hmm. and another fucking scumbag. Apparently, he lives at the bar. He's got, like, an apartment on top of it. Well, yeah. I mean, it's out in the middle of nowhere. You own yeah, the bar. You might, have to. Might as well. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, you're looking at, like, a two-hour commute to and from <laughs> yeah. work. Fuck that, man. Uh, he's a real piece of shit. Uh, but we'll get more into that in a minute. Um, we also have the waitress that's coming on duty. Her name's Honey Pie. Honey Pie. She uh, looks like she probably should be posing in Playboy mm-hmm. or Penthouse or possibly doing some hardcore work, mm-hmm. which is what I'd like to th- see her her career blossom into. Uh, screaming hot, blonde, playing the, the stereotypical blonde, you know, very ditzy. She's falling for Coach's repertoire of how he's going to make her a star. Mm-hmm. And you can see the panties just dripping right off her as he's explaining about Hollywood and he's got to get back to Southern California. Oh, you take me with you. Mm -hmm. And lastly, we're going to meet Cody, who is Tuffy's son. And I guess he just kind of, she can't afford a babysitter, so he just kind of hangs around the bar, Mm -hmm. which is a shitty childhood. But that's where we're at. And that is the main body of our characters. That's everybody that's... (laughs) Temporary body. Yeah, that's going to be involved in these shenanigans. Uh, once we get done with that, we're going to cut to outside the bar where we kind of get a little evil dead camera coming at us Mm -hmm. like that zoom up to the bar. And when the camera hits the door, the door flies open and in runs hero Mm -hmm. hero starts giving his spiel. But before we get to that, there's something's a little disturbing is that boss man is actually banging Tuffy Mm -hmm. and he's doing it like in the next room from Cody. Yeah. So Cody has to go hide in the closet. And, well, not yet, but he has to put like these headphones on uh, so that he doesn't hear his mom getting nailed by Boss Man. Yeah. And Boss Man's lighting her up too, man. He's like, yeah, come on, woo! And she has no interest. She's basically just killing time mm-hmm. and trying to keep the paychecks coming, I guess, which is really scummy. Yeah. Um, so that's pretty gnarly. Um, this game, this pool game goes on between Jason Mewes and Bozo, in which Bozo uh, cheats. I don't know what he did. He, like, licked his finger and touched the cue ball, which... Makes it slippery would, when you shoot it. Would that actually be a thing? Would it make it... I mean, you wouldn't think it would make that big of a difference. It does. It's like a miscue. It makes you miscue easier. Yeah? Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, Bozo cheats uh, Jason Mewes out of some pool money. And then Bozo's like, okay, I got your money. Who else wants to go? I'm in for some action. And he's getting all fired up because nobody wants to play pool with him Mm because he's a fucking scumbag. And then uh, just as he's like, come on, come on, play me. That's when Hero runs in and he's like, oh, shit. Uh, There's a whole shit storm coming down on this place and we're going to be on the receiving end of it. I'm the guy that's going to save your ass. And he looks like a 
horror movie action star. He's got a shotgun already, which is great. Mm-hmm. He's got a little a little light forehead blood, mm-hmm. which means that he's been involved in something, but he survived, which Luke, makes yeah. him look a little bit more like a badass. Yeah, right? And he's got like an athletic build with a handsome face. So you're thinking, this okay, this is going to be our guy. Mm-hmm. Chances are he's not going to make it to the end of the movie, but he's going to kill a lot of whatever's going on mm-hmm. out there before he dies. Yeah, he's going to set the scene. Yeah, and he gives this big emphatic speech about, you, uh, start boarding this place up. And then he pulls out from behind him. He's got the head of one of these monsters. Mm-hmm. He's like, there's a whole crap ton of these coming down on this place, and they're going to kill us all if we don't fucking work together. A bartender pulls out a shotgun, and he's like, hey, you put that shotgun down. He's like, oh, good, you guys got guns. So he gets into this speech, and before he can finish the speech, one of these fucking monsters reaches through the window, pulls him through, and like decapitates him at the jaw. Yeah. And Hero is already out of our out of the equation. Mm-hmm. Not even past the five minute mark. He, he no. He was the first blood. Yeah. Way to go, Hero. Well, <laughs> don't next time you're going to make an emphatic speech like that. Take another step or two away from the window, mm-hmm. and then make the speech. Don't put yeah. your back to the fucking window, Hero. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, fuck. Everybody saw that. Hero now, to zero. <laughs> yeah. In all of the the confusion and chaos and the screaming as the monster was eating the top half of Hero his shotgun went off blasted a hole in the in the ceiling which went up and shot boss man in the foot as he was banging away on uh tuffy so now boss man's got a bad foot uh him and tuffy come downstairs boss man has a pistol of his own he's like which one of you shot me and now here comes heroin hero's wife Mm -hmm. and she's like oh shit where's my husband and they're like, uh, was that him there on the in the puddle there? And she's like, oh, no. But she manages to help them fight off the first monster mm-hmm. and get the place boarded up. Uh, down comes Boss Man and tough, Tuffy. Who shot my foot, you sons of bitches? Uh, heroin's like, is my husband. He's dead. There's a bunch of monsters out there, and they're going to eat us all if we don't start working together. So now we look outside, and we can see these things. Mm-hmm. And they're kind of creeping around the place. Uh, they're big. Uh, they... At this point in the movie, appear to be wearing like animal skins and skull helmet things. Mm-hmm. Very gnarly. Yeah. Uh, you don't, that's not what they actually look like. That's just like their ornaments, I guess, for lack of a better term. Mm-hmm. Uh, they start banging, they get, manage to get the place boarded up. They start banging, trying to get their way in. Uh, at one window, it's not quite boarded up. They manage to break the window and launch a smaller creature into the bar. Mm-hmm. And this thing looks, um, I would say, vaguely xenomorph-ish. Yeah. But mutated. Yeah. It's small. It's almost had, almost had like a baby pumpkin head vibe mm-hmm. to it a little bit. It's flying around the bar. It's uh, humping the, the stuffed deer head on the wall. Mm-hmm. This thing is horny. Tell you that right now. This thing's got a fucking wang, and it is ready for love, buddy. It came to the bar for one reason, That's right. and it is not to have a beer. Uh, eventually, I mean, this thing is normal. It's like flying around the bar. Uh, about this time, Biker Mama comes out of the ladies' room ready to stick the place up. It whips right past her and cuts her fucking leg off. Yeah. She goes, ah, shit, and falls down. Jason Muse is like, what the fuck? Her gun goes off and shoots Jason Muse, but unfortunately, just as uh, the thing is whipping past him, takes his whole face off. So now he's down, he's dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can pretty much count Biker Mama out of the equation for now, because yeah. she loses consciousness once her leg gets gets cut off. Um, 
And now it just sends the whole place into chaos trying to get this fucking thing under control. Mm-hmm. Eventually, Bozo manages to trap it in the beer freezer just behind the bar. Okay, whoo, we got a minute to breathe here. Mm-hmm. So here comes Boss Man. What in the goddamn hell in this son of a bitchin' was that goddamn thing? Bozo's like, I don't know, but we, we got it here in the freezer. So Boss Man just starts shooting the piss out of the freezer. Bang, um. bang, bang, Put, plugs it full of holes. Now, they don't open the freezer just yet. But they hear it kind of like, and then thunk, mm-hmm. i.e. the thing is dead. Okay, very cool. I just cool. left it in the freezer. Freeze yeah, don't, don't. It's, uh, no. So this, at this point, this is where something really stupid happens. Coach launches into this even more emphatic speech <laughs> about how, you know, he's, he, he basically jumps into his motivational speaker mm-hmm. uh, repertoire. And he's like, you know what? We're going to send these things a message because we are formidable. We are not vulnerable. And we are going to show these things that humans are not to be trifled with. <sighs> so everybody's like, uh, I mean, that sounds not that sounds pretty silly, but anybody got any better ideas? No. So what they do is they take the baby thing, they like impale it on a pool cue, mm-hmm. and then they hoist it out into the, the parking lot as if to show the monsters in the parking lot, look, we killed your baby. Yeah, you're next. Okay, I don't. I, I don't understand the. I, well, I whatever. I'm not gonna overthink this. It's made sense, I guess, to them. Uh, now this is where things get really weird. <laughs> so they present these monsters with their dead baby. Up comes mommy monster, and then daddy monster, and then uh, bigger brother monster. And you know they've got the the baby, and everybody's like, "Oh shit, it's a monster family. We just killed the baby." Mm-hmm. Now they're going to be really pissed, mm-hmm. except they're not exactly really pissed. Uh, what they do instead is mom monster eats the baby monster, immediately gets banged by daddy monster on the hood of grandma's car, and then less than 45 seconds later there, rebirths baby monster at good as new. Mm-hmm. Well, that did not, not work out at all. No. Uh, apparently these things can... Uh, <laughs> cannibalize and regurgitate at will i don't know i don't know i don't yeah. know what kind of reproductive system that is but well now we have a fucking problem because the one thing that we did manage to kill has just been respawned mm-hmm. and is probably pissed off mm-hmm. all right shit so we start thinking uh what the fuck are we gonna do unfortunately in the initial chaos a uh, beer guy was trying to call the police the shotgun went off and blew the shit out of the payphone which mm-hmm. was the only payphone in the uh property now, that's the bad news. The good news, though, is that upstairs in the closet where Cody is, uh, there's a shortwave radio. And, she, and as they're having this conversation, Tuffy's like, oh, shit, Cody, my son's still upstairs in the closet. Mm-hmm. So she runs up there, gets Cody out of the closet. Uh, she's like, oh, God, thank God. You're... I was not expecting this part at all. <laughs> when this happened, I was like, whoa, we're going oh, there, huh? Yeah. Uh, out of nowhere, one of these fucking monsters jumps through the second story window, eats Cody. Mm-hmm. Like, just almost like swallows whole. him whole. Yeah. You just see his feet kicking out of the mouth. Mm-hmm. That was the that was the innocent character, and we just killed him off like he was yesterday's <laughs> toilet paper. Wow. That was okay. Awesome. okay. I was like, well, this sends Tuffy into a state of like catatonic fright, and she just watched her son get eaten by one of these things. Mm-hmm. Uh God damn, son. Yeah. That's bad. That's really bad. But with even worse. Gets your attention, though. Yeah, but what's even worse is as after he get the monster eats Cody, uh, there's the, uh, who, I think it was, 
uh, beer guy, uh, Bozo, and I think Coach were up there with her, mm-hmm. uh, trying to get like Chate bring her back down. Um, once the monster eats Cody, it like starts spewing out this green sludge all over mm-hmm. the fucking place, and basically puts a nice coat of it all over Beer Guy. Yeah, like complete head to like Beer Guy was dipped in this shit, mm-hmm. and it's bad. Yeah, it's, it's really it was, bad. It was like a. Was it Truth or Dare or Double Jare or something like that on Nickelodeon? You say, I don't know, and that stuff. Just you can't do that on you television. You can't do that on that television. That was a yeah. good show, man. <laughs> I missed that fucking show. <laughs> Sketch comedy from a bunch of 12-year-olds. <laughs> right. <laughs> but that was about that much goo. Uh, more. I mean, it was like head to toe. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's Of course, he's freaking out. He's like, what the fuck? What the fuck? And he's like, it's, he's played by Judah Friedlander, who's a stand-up comedian. Mm-hmm. He's got that long, curly, greasy hair. Yeah. And he's like, ah! Goes running downstairs, slips, falls. Uh, <laughs> as, like, the more time we spend looking at Judah Friedlander covered in this crap, as Tony alluded to, there's, like, maggots and mealworms in mm-hmm. the crap. And now they're all up in his hair, and he's complaining that the shit burns. Ah, it burns, it burns. Uh Bartender's like, hey, come over here. And he gives him like a towel the size of like a wash rag. I know. And like that's going to do it. use the sink in the back there. Okay. Ah. Uh, this, this leads into what is probably the only hot scene of the whole movie, which is Honey Pie, who's now covered in the blood of Vet, like wet napping herself off mm-hmm. <laughs> in her bra and panties. Mm-hmm. I need to see that actress naked, man. I'm, I don't mean to be like a, a hornball or anything, but... Well, yeah, I do, actually. <laughs> yeah. I, I really Who are you kidding? <laughs> I, know, I just want to see her naked is all. So, that's pretty pretty gnarly. Uh, so, already we've lost Vet, who got killed in the initial attack. Mm-hmm. Hero. Uh, Cody, who we thought was going to last a lot longer. Um, I think that's it so far. Oh, Jason Mewes Jason is Mewes. out. And technically, Harley Mom is out for the moment. But let's not count her completely out just yet. All right, well, shit, now we've got a great big fucking hole up in the uh, the upstairs window. Mm-hmm. We did not, in fact, recover the shortwave radio. And uh, in the process, we lost a 12-year-old, and now a uh, beer guy is slathered in schmutz. <laughs> and it, apparently it burns or is uncomfortable, to yeah. say the very least. It's got goddamn maggots in it, man. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh, yuck. No, thanks. Okay, so that's pretty gross. Yep, uh, see, they agree. Uh, so that's, that's when things, now, now the, the, the monsters outside are starting to get a lot more aggressive. Yeah. They're banging on the shit. The, the, the barricades are starting to buckle. They're holding for the moment, but we can't get a hold of anybody. There's no help coming. So right. we have to come up with a, a better plan. Uh, we do like a quick ammo count. We have like, uh, I don't know. Boss man's pistol has like seven or eight rounds. Um, with the, uh, the shotgun, the shotgun has yeah. like. Maybe about the same, give or take. So we need to make another attempt upstairs to get that fucking radio. Mm-hmm. That's really all we can do. Mm-hmm. In the meantime, so coach, bartender, and I think it was Bozo decide they're going to go upstairs. Mm-hmm. In the meantime, we got to make sure that these fucking things cannot get into this bar anywhere else. So somebody's got to go down into the basement because there's like a storm door mm-hmm. out there. Now, the monsters haven't found that fucker yet, thank no. God. But we should get down there and secure it. And maybe, if we can, maybe that could be a possible escape route. Right. So, everybody that's on the ground floor, which at 
<clears throat> excuse me, at this point includes Honey Pie, Boss Man, Bartender, Tuffy, but she's kind of out of the equation. Mm-hmm. Uh, beer Guy, he's kind of out of the equation too. Uh, they go to the, the front door and start making a bunch of noise mm-hmm. so as to draw the attention of the monsters. Um, um, Bozo and Bartender run upstairs to get the radio. Well done. Oh, and uh, um, the uh, fucking uh, boss man goes with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tuffy and um, Coach go downstairs to tr- see if they can you know, find a, a means of escape through the storm door. Mm-hmm. Uh, f- so we're going to hang upstairs for a second. Uh, they get up there, they get the radio, and then they're like, okay, let's bring it back down. I'm like, well, okay, they immediately try to get somebody on the radio in case they can't bring it back down. Right. Now, in the meantime, they've hatched this somewhat ingenious, uh, albeit kind of um, inhumane plan. What they did was they... Rigged up a bunch of uh, pseudo-explosives using the alcohol at the bar and some lighter fluid. Mm-hmm. And they strapped them to what they believed was the dead body of Harley Mom. Right. And the plan was uh, throw Harley Mom out of the second story window. Uh, let the monsters attack her and then kaboom, Boom. blow them up. Mm-hmm. Solid plan. Yeah. Problem is that once we get Harley Mom all strapped up with the explosives and hoisted up... She wakes up and hey, she's alive. What's going on? Uh, so in that moment, uh, Boss Man and Bozo are like, uh, "Blow her up now! No. Just go! Just, <laughs> just no, go! Just throw her! Just throw her!" And she's like, "Wait, what's going on?" So they throw Harley Mom out there. One of the little things runs out and starts face fucking her. Gah! Shit! I like to think that was a nod to the face huggers and alien, but this thing was like going full. Oh man! Full, you know, with the hip thrust and everything, it was banging. Yeah, I mean, there's like a, a sub-genre of um, performance art, as I like to call it. Just <laughs> yeah. of that particular act. Very, mm-hmm. uh, not so much erotic on this one. Fun, no. fun fact for you, though. The young lady that played Har- Harley Mom was actually the wife of the director, John Gulick. Oh, funny. So I, wonder, I bet he had fun on that one. I was one. about to say, how the hell did he talk her into that? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I got a job for you, honey. <laughs> uh, or, or more to the point, did she talk him into that? <laughs> yeah. I want it all, you bastard. <laughs> yeah. Right on my throat. <laughs> ah! The deleted scene was actually like 30 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> and she like fluffed him up a little bit yeah. first. <laughs> oh, yuck. <laughs> so... Um, What's na- what's gnarly is they they do that it blows up one of the monsters which is great kills Harley Mom uh, unfortunately but uh, afterward up there we have like a momentary crisis of conscience between Boss Man and Bozo because Boss Man's like hey we're gonna get our story straight before we go down there she never woke up she was dead right and Bozo's like you are a fucking savage no way but as they're having this conversation um, who was oh it was heroin. Heroin like runs out there and she because like the storm door mm-hmm. thing was clear for a second. So her and coach ran out there. Yeah. Uh, she immediately gets rushed by monsters and tries to get up onto the second floor. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, she startles Bozo, who has the pistol and he shoots her <laughs> and she falls back down and then gets eaten by the rest of the right. monsters. So who would be our heroine is now also out of the equation. Mm-hmm. Uh we can now officially eliminate Harley Mom from the equation in probably the most gruesome possible way. <laughs> um, now we cut to Tuffy. Mm-hmm. She is now she gets a new name, Heroin Two. 
Because she is all of a sudden born again hard. Mm-hmm. And she's ready to lay the smack down on these fucking monsters. Uh, she was down in the basement the whole time, but she chose to stay instead of following Coach and uh, Heroin out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, she did bat, batten the, the storm doors down, which is great, so we're secure from down there. Mm-hmm. Uh, down comes Boss Man and um, Bozo, and Boss Man is like, you know what, I'm just going to lay down and die. Ugh. So he just like lays on the floor, mm-hmm. which he's like, go ahead. And so they start trying to come up with another plan. Um now, if you're paying attention during this scene, something kind of funny happens. Hmm. Grandma just gets up, grabs a bottle of booze from behind the bar, and walks into like a back room. And we're never gonna see, we're not gonna see her again until after the end credits, which is kind of weird. Because <laughs> I mean, she's technically still in the movie. She's just in this back room for the duration. <laughs> I'm gonna go drink my worries. Uh, that's pretty much what I think she had in mind. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> If I'm going to go out, I'm going to go out drunk and happy. (laughs) Sure, and if anybody wants a blowjob, come on back. (laughs) Take my teeth out and everything. (laughs) Yuck! (laughs) No! Even if I wasn't about to be eaten by a fucking monster. (laughs) Come on, So that's gnarly. Uh, Now we hatch another ingenious scheme. So uh, Beer Guy brought in all these kegs. And they rigged them up into like this weird pulley system to where... uh, if it, the the plan is they're going to open the front door, the mm-hmm. monsters will be there. The fucking kegs are just going to start rolling down this sled thing, right? And then whoever's standing in front of the door is going to get boom, boom, hit boom. right in the chest with these kegs. Mm-hmm. Solid plan. Yeah, um, only lasts so long though. Right? They only have like four or five kegs, but they <laughs> take the last keg. Well, it's not even a keg; it's a barrel. Uh, they empty it and they stick honey pie in there. Mm-hmm. So they're doing like a Trojan horse kind of a move yeah. okay sometimes the, the classics are the best way to go why not uh so now the monsters are beating on the on the front door again and they look through one of the cracks and they we see that they're using coach as a battering ram mm-hmm. ramming his head into the uh the the front door mm-hmm. and the door's about to buckle so they hurry rig this thing up stick honey pie in there give her the keys to beer guy's truck uh beer guy unfortunately at this point is like he thinks he somehow he gets the idea that they want uh, their baby back, so he goes and gets the dead little one, mm-hmm. and he goes to present it to him, and he gets Lucio Fulci'd right in the eyeball. Mm-hmm. As it, I mean, his flesh was already rotting off from the weird schmutz, mm-hmm. and he's got like maggots in his eye socket, and now this, yeah, fuck. At this point, just let, just go ahead and eat me, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm, just run out there. Uh, yeah, I've got maybe an hour before I look like one of the living dead. Mm-hmm. Let's just get this over with. Yeah. Regardless, uh, front door buckles. They fire all the kegs out, knock the shit out of the monsters. Uh, you know, at least knock them back enough to launch a honey pie out in her barrel. Uh, everybody starts shooting at the kegs. So they're exploding as they're hitting them, which uh, isn't really killing the monsters, but it is like knocking them back and creating like a for- like a like a, like a I don't know like an offensive line kind of a maneuver, mm-hmm. you know, that they can get through. So out goes Honey Pie. They close the doors again real quick, board them all up again real quick. Start looking at Honey Pie through the the crack. <laughs> she gets out. She stumbles around for like five ten minutes. Makes it to a beer guy's truck. Gets in and hauls Rass right out of there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Leaving behind our survivors, uh, Tuffy, Bozo, Hot Wheels, and I think that was about it at this point. Uh, boss Man got killed. He got impaled through the floor. Beer Guy's out. He's, like, melted pretty much at this point. 
during that last tussle, Bartender had a full-on heart attack. Mm-hmm. He's like 90 years old anyway. Played by Clue Gulager, oh. who was, uh, who's the father of John Gulager. And we'll remember him most fondly as Bert from um, Return of the Living Dead. And oh, yeah. the dad of the gay kid in Nightmare on Elm Street 2. Mm-hmm. So there's that. Ah. Horror pedigree for you. Um, yeah, she gets in the truck, starts it up. Punches the gas, gets right the fuck out of there, doesn't look back. Leaving our few remainers, remaining survivors to fend for themselves. <laughs> and grandma. And, well, we're not going to bring her up just yet. Now, this is... this is So, at this point, like, the the everything is going to shit. Like, mm-hmm. all the, the boards are buckling, the monsters are beating the fuck out of the place trying to get in. Mm-hmm. Uh, at this point, something very strange happens. Basically, the entire front end of the bar just explodes. And I'm not sure why or how. I like maybe maybe yeah. they did like some kind of a phalanx maneuver right on the front door and it just the whole side yeah. of the anyway a bunch of dust and debris and everybody kind of gets knocked unconscious for a second and uh, Bozo is the first one to wake up and now the sun is coming up over the hills and the monsters are all gone so he's like oh all right so he wakes up Tuffy and they load up Hot Wheels who got pinned underneath some shit when the side of the wall caved in. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they load him up into uh, Bozo's shitty car and drive off. And then we see Grandma kind of poke her head out of that back room with her bottle of scotch or whatever it was, mm-hmm. come out, and then, but then the monster claws like hit her. So I'm thinking these things don't like sunlight, is what it is. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. But that kind of gets shot down in the sequel, but that's neither here nor there. What did you think of uh, Feast, my friend? I liked it. Mm-hmm. It's a good, uh, fun movie. I would agree. Have you seen any of the sequels? No. They are ridiculous. <laughs> I've got Feast 2 here. Uh, we meet the rest of Biker Mom's Biker Gang. Oh, okay. These chicks are fucking hot. Hmm. I mean, I don't. you can't really tell from the box cover here, but... Ooh, Lord. And they get naked, too. <laughs> they, they build like a uh, midget catapult at one point out of all their underwear. It's very, it's, it's something. There is midget wrestlers also. Okay. I like this movie a lot, man. It's uh, not to be taken too seriously. It's not really that scary. It's, there's a lot of callbacks to Night of the Living Dead in mm-hmm. this movie. Uh, Honey Pie getting in the car and driving off. Mm-hmm. Everybody, where's she, where's she going? Oh, fuck, you know. Um, when uh, Coach comes back and they don't want to let him in because the monsters are out there. Right. It's kind of reminiscent of that scene when uh, Tommy comes back and they don't want to let him in because all the zombies are chasing him. Mm-hmm. Um, great show. I liked it. Funny. Gory yeah. as all get out. Mm-hmm. Could have used some boobies in there, but if you watch the sequels, they more than make up for it in those, in <laughs> yeah. those ones. Um, it's probably because somebody told them, you know what would make really good one is if you would have put boobies in there. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what it was, though? The director's wife was... In the on movie. Set. So on set. So he's like, ladies, put those things away. I am a married man, I'll have you know. Mm-hmm. Save it for the scene. Come see me after. We're going to do a sequel, though. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. All right, guys. Great show. Check it yes. out. Uh, we're going to take a little break, and we'll come back with some other stuff. Oh, yeah.
Hey inmates, if you like what you hear, head over to the Padded Room Facebook group and support us through the patron link with a small monthly donation. Check out the T-Villain link at paddedroom.podbean.com and grab some t-shirts. Thanks for listening and enjoy the rest of the show. Hey, we're back. Well, yeah. buddy, hmm. uh, if you had to get marooned in a bar in Reno um, by a bunch of goddamn monsters, which bar would you pick? I don't know that many bars as around far here. As far as Reno bars go, I think... <sighs> I, I mean, I would prefer that it's a bar or restaurant so that I could at least snack mm-hmm. while I'm dreaming up ways to survive Definitely. the night. Um, if not, if it has to be just a bar, I probably go freight. freight well, that's that's like six bars actually. I was going to say freight house. house. <laughs> yeah, that's like, that's like twelve bars and a baseball park. I think I probably go. Um, What's that one on the train tracks? That's a good. That'd be a good one. Depot. Yeah, the depot. Well, that's the a re- depot. That's a restaurant too. Oh yeah, yeah. Um. Because that one's, I mean, it's big. I mean, really? Well, no, that wouldn't work. I would, but you know what? I think I would go 10 tour. I don't know where that. We, we went there on your birthday two years ago. The big distiller, they had all the weird craft beer. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. It was a nice place, mm-hmm. and they had a lot of metal work in there, too, mm-hmm. which I feel like could we, come in handy. We could wield as weaponry mm-hmm. or to oh, help secure the place. Yeah. You got to think about these things. The Axe buddy. Bar. There you go. Yeah. Well, that has a restaurant attached, but it's oh, not. Yeah. It's not technically part of the bar. <laughs> that, that's what you want. Yeah. But <laughs> the problem is that it sits on that corner of uh, what is that? Um, second in Sierra, I think. Uh-huh. And it's got that whole wall of window right there. Oh yeah. They're gonna break right through that mm-hmm. shit. I mean, if you got enough, and I think they only have like seven or eight axes in the whole place. <laughs> yeah. You're gonna run out of fucking axes. True. <laughs> And let's be honest, most of us can't throw an axe for shit. <laughs> nope, you guys ah, can't. you hit me in the eye, <laughs> you fucker! You're supposed to hit the monsters, not me! God! Yeah, throw it behind your head. Whoops! Ah, shit! <laughs> I got killed by Buddy at the axe bar! <laughs> yeah. It was a monster! It, didn't, it wasn't even the monster, it was Buddy! You can't throw a goddamn axe! <laughs> ah, shit, man. You ready to do a little, uh, what are you looking at then? Let's do it. Let's break it down, Buddy. Are you doing the 31 Days of Halloween challenge? No. No? Are you going to try to watch 31 Halloween uh, horror movies this month? No. Are you going to watch any movies this month? Probably not, you busy bastard. Hopefully. (laughs) At some point. (laughs) Yeah. We're down to 11 days, sir. (laughs) Oh, yeah? Yeah, that's it. And then uh, October is done. (laughs) All right, what are you looking at then? What are you looking at? So I was farting around at the uh, grocery store, and they just happened to have like a, a little DVD horror movie display. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And I, I feel like I hit the jackpot because they happened to have a Conjuring Universe box set Ooh. for 25 bucks. Hmm. It's got the six movies from the Conjuring Universe. It's yeah. got Conjuring, Conjuring 2, The Nun, Annabelle, Annabelle Creation, and Annabelle Comes Home. Damn. 25 bucks, dude. Hell yeah. How could I go wrong? Right. So now I'm trying to muscle my way through the entire Conjuring Universe. Wow. I watched The Conjuring, of course, from 2013. Great show. Mm-hmm. Conjuring 2 from 2016. 
Uh, I think it was actually a little bit better than the first one. Hmm. That's my humble opinion. Uh, and I watched The Nun from 2018. Yeah. Eh, yeah. Little, little, little much there. And then I watched Annabelle from 2014, which I think is probably as bad as... That's the worst of the, yeah. the, the whole universe, Yes, in my humble opinion. Um, I also watched The Witches from 1990. Cool. A little family viewing. Um, mm-hmm. Doesn't really hold up. I didn't watch the new... There's a new one. A remake mm-hmm. starring Anne Hathaway. Oh. I haven't watched that one yet. Hmm. Uh, this one, I don't really feel like it held up that well. Hmm. Uh, Murder Mansion from 1972. Hmm. Did this for the Patreon show. Uh, this movie was edited horribly. Because it doesn't make any fucking sense. And it, it, the original film is, Ita- I think, Ita- either Italian or Spanish. Mm-hmm. But the continuity is so jumbled. It's like uh, you see a lady staggering around the woods at night with blood coming out of her head. Mm-hmm. And then five minutes later, she's in a car and she looks perfectly fine. And then she wrecks the car and gets out of the car. Hmm. But five minutes ago, she was already staggering around the woods with blood coming out of her head. Right. And it's all kinds of weird shit like that. It makes it very hard to watch. Hmm. I suspect I have a bad... I got it out of my public domain box set. Mm-hmm. I suspect I have like a bad copy or something. Like if I went onto YouTube, I might find like a more cleanly edited version oh, of this. Oh, okay. Not that it really matters because the movie's not that great to begin with. Mm-hmm. But if I wanted to burn some calories on trying to figure out what the hell was going on with this <laughs> thing, I might be able to, to figure that out. Or it was just edited poorly. It probably. <laughs> and I uh, w- uh, watched the entirety of The Haunting of Bly Manor from oh. 2020. Mm-hmm. Did you get to check this one out yet? Uh, yeah, I got about halfway through it. Halfway through the whole series? Mm-hmm. I'm not going to spoil anything. Okay. Um, you pro- there's, there's a twist. Have you gotten to the part where they start going through doors? Mm-mm. There's like four episodes in a row... Of just people going through doors and ending up in places, in in different places and different times, and it's it's very um, it's, I don't it's wildly confusing. And hmm. at the end, you're like, oh, okay, now I get it. But for like two or three episodes, man, it's just people getting up, walking out of a room, ending up in a completely different part of somewhere in a completely different time in their life and being like, oh, shit, here I am at this job interview. Oh, you talk about the chick? The, the, was she like a, a maid? The, the housekeeper? Yeah. The man. bald, the bald chick? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. So for like one like epi- the interview that went like four times? Yeah. So for for one episode you get that. Oh man. And then on the next episode the exact same thing happens to another character where she's just like what am I doing here all of a sudden? Huh. And then she gets up and goes somewhere else and then after that other people go through the same thing. Okay. And then at the end well I don't I'm not going to ruin it for you but I feel like you can probably do that. I math. think I have I think I have an idea what happened. It's, but. Yeah, it's I, the flashback episode is the best. I don't think you've gotten that far yet. The whole thing's in black and white. Nope. I okay, that's pr- that's probably the best. Pretty good show. Um, if you liked um, The Haunting of Hill House, you'll probably like this one too. Yeah. It's got one one or two of the same actors? It's got quite a few. Is Henry it? Thomas is in it. Uh, what's her name? Um, the director's wife. She's the really hot chick. Uh, she shows... Uh, Carlo Gugino's in it. Yeah, okay. Um, there's, he used, uh, the, the guy that played Luke in uh, Hill House... He's in it. He plays that prick 
Oh, yeah. He's trying to steal everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's quite a few of the cast carries over. I thought it was all right. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I don't know that I'll ever watch it again, but now, for what it's worth, it was pretty good. It was like a haunting a hill house. I mean, once is enough. Yeah, good show. Good show. It's but just not worth a rewatch. Do I want to you know, invest that kind of time again? If it was a movie, I could probably watch it again, but yeah, a whole I series? I... No, no. No, 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 no. But I think the rewatch value, at least for Hill House, was like all the ghosts in the background mm-hmm. that you probably didn't see the first time. Anyway, something to think about. That's all I'm looking at, buddy. You got anything? Uh, just the uh, haunting uh, Bly Manor, um, about almost halfway through it. Very cool. Um, I finished 13 Reasons Why, the final season. Okay. Um, equally as depressing, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. They're all pretty good, but they're all equally depressing. <laughs> um Hollywood, I started that one. What is Hollywood? Um, Hollywood, um, it's basically like going back in the 60s or 70s. Okay. And it's a gas station, but when they give the code word Dreamland, it turns into like a sex ring. Woo! Yeah. Okay. uh, It's basically this uh, couple that move uh, to Hollywood and want to make a movie. They want to be a star. Right. uh, of course, you know, when you get there, you need a job. Right. And so one of the guys gets this place and it's like, you know, these ladies roll up in their Rolls Royce or whatever. And, you know, I want to go to Dreamland. So then they, the guy jumps in, they go to a motel and, and get it on. And All right. It's, it's a pretty good show, actually. I'm intrigued. Yeah. And uh, the whole movie thing in Hollywood is about making this movie called Peg, which uh, they turn into Meg. It's a whole other story I don't want to get into. But, okay. Um I don't know if this is like based on a true story or what, because you know, like this, there's this one guy they changed his name to Rock Hudson. I'm like, wait a minute, hey there. yeah. So I'm like, huh. what the hell? And it actually kind of looks like him. So I'm like, yeah. is, is this based on a true story? So I got, I want to dig into this, but I mean, the whole I'm thing is actually start really cool. Throwing that around at gas stations, <laughs> <I know. laughs> sure could use a way to Dreamland. <laughs> Got a hard right? dick out here, if anybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's actually a really good show. I'm enjoying it. You know, it's something to pass time by when I have the kids. <laughs> nice, very cool. <laughs> yeah, well, that, that's it. That's really. about it. All mm-hmm. right. How about some immersion therapy hot yeah. stuff? Yeah. Immersion Therapy. The room over on Shutter. The problem with these situations, man, they always find a way to fuck it up. Yep. I could very easily live in that house with that room. And not go anywhere. Probably never have to leave the house. No, I mean you got the house. You can, I mean you're going to have to get a job because you're going to have to pay the bills for the house. No, mm-hmm. you can't use the money, man. Because once you take it outside of the house, it turns to dust. Oh yeah. And same thing with everything else. But you use the room for food. You get yourself like a high speed internet situation. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you could use it for that. Yeah. Uh, if you could find a way to work from home, work from home, mm-hmm. dude, you're done. You're done. You made it. Don't don't use the room to make another person turn into a brothel. Well, I don't know about that. Oh. <laughs> uh, see now, that's what I'm saying. Don't you know that person is going to go bad? Yeah, that that room, whatever it is, with that weird electrical situation, it's not natural. No, uh, when you ever take whatever out of the house, it immediately turns to dirt and ash, and like mm-hmm. ages itself to death. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, Use it by all means. Go nuts inside the house. Yeah. 
don't fucking make another person mm-hmm. or an animal. Don't make anything alive. Right. Yeah. If you're a single man, make like a whole battalion of those real sex dolls. Right. Bang the snot out of those things <laughs> yeah. until the cows come home. <laughs> and uh, get a high-speed internet thing. Hey, uh, I'd like a, a pizza guy's pizza with pepperoni and sausage, please. Boom. Done. You can get as fat and disgusting and... Uh, gelatinous as you want because you don't have to leave the house <laughs> just don't fuck it up but of course they fucked it up right i'll tell mm-hmm. you what though olga kamilienko in that little laundry in that lingerie montage oh yeah god she is Hot still banging damn. she is still banging mm-hmm. i wish she still had that little dragon thing on her face but oh yeah whatever whatever happened to the electrician it's like he showed up yeah. there at the beginning and he's, he's like, like i'll get back to you i'll, with I'll the get oh. you an estimate nope <laughs> I'm not hiring you. Yeah, right. Not that I need one now anyway. But still, <laughs> yeah. fuck yourself. All right, buddy. What do you got for us this week, dude? All right. This week, let's check out 2019's The Cleansing Hour. This is about another successful exorcism streamed online, or so it seems. Can the exorcist producer and their team bring the ratings up? Ratings skyrocket when a real demon gets involved. Woo! You can find this gem on Shudder. Check it out, inmates. We'll do the same and compare notes next week. Yes. First, we have to educate Miss Monica. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know who the hell she was. I mean, She didn't tell us before she left either. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, she'll be back next week uh, and fill us in on the details. In the meantime, inmates, you're going to be stuck with me. So who might I be, you ask? Who? Educating Miss Monica. So my friends and I wanted to have a little party on Halloween night. Uh, Nothing too big, nothing too extravagant. We just, you know, maybe five, six of us. uh, The really hot goth girl, the cheerleader, the jock, the usual knuckleheads. Uh, As the booze began to run low and the night dwindled on, we decided to play a little game that we read about on the internet. Naturally, things didn't work out the way that we thought they did, and people started disappearing and reappearing in other parts of the house, and shit went absolutely haywire. Before you know it, this other guy shows up and starts killing us off, one one by one. Boy, we really shouldn't have tried to play that game. That was a terrible idea. And not a very fun game either, now that I think about it. All right, there it is, inmates. Think about that. Uh, I just pulled that one completely out of my butt. Uh, so other than that, I think that's about going to do us for the episode. Uh, thank you very much, Tony, for your uh, contributions and yes, for picking so these movies for us mm-hmm. this month. Uh, so far, they've pretty much been all winners. Yeah. With the exception of Jack Brooks. But it was a good ease into it. Okay, like, yeah. A little bit on the special <laughs> effects there. Uh, you too could uh, decide which movies we watch for a month with a $5 donation. <clears throat> you can find the link at paddedroompodcast.com. Patreon campaign link there as well as a T-Villain link if anybody needs some t-shirts. Buddy, you've been going absolutely bananas on the T-Villain. Oh, man. Look at you. I know. He's got a Cthulhu who. Cthulhu shirt on right now. <laughs> yeah. It's got like a tentacle and a skeleton on a cell phone. 
Mm-hmm. So all wrapped up. Is, in it, is that a T villain right there? Yeah, nice. <laughs> I ordered one last week. It hasn't gotten here yet. Yeah, it usually takes a couple of weeks, and with the whole COVID thing going on, some, there's been like one time it took me like a month to get something. Ah, shit. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm not worried about it. Uh, in the meantime, inmates, thank you very much for joining us. We'll see you next week. Join us for Night of the Living Dead, the 1990 Tom Savini version. Yeah. This one does not disappoint, especially if you're a fan of the original. Right. Uh, in the meantime, for Buddy, Miss Monica and Absentia, Miss Monica's mom, who is hopefully doing better, mm-hmm. um, sharks, clowns, all things October, uh, typo negative, Butthole bars in the middle of nowhere, hot biker babes mm. that are looking to rob you. <laughs> and I think I would be okay with it. I don't carry cash, but you can take my wallet anyway. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna. It's gonna be a pain in the ass. You want my belt? You want my pants? Yeah, yeah. You want my underwear? What else do I need? <laughs> I'm terrified, ladies. How can I help? You can have this too. I'm willing to comply <laughs> yeah. if you wanted to say sexually assault me. <laughs> take me home, you say? <laughs> <laughs> And the Padded Room Podcast. I'm afraid visiting hours are over. Bye and have a great week. <laughs>